0: Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 929 the game. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Back at the John Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brownlicker music hour. It's uh Chuck Rose gets first requests. Gloria Gaynor's birthday today. This, of course, her version of the Jackson 5 hit, Never Can Say Goodbye. She disco it up. Uh, obviously, her most famous song is uh, What um, I Will Survive. But uh, it's Gloria Gaynor's birthday uh, today. She was huge in the like mid to late 70s. Very, very popular artist. But anyway. Uh, hey, let's see here. What the hell am I on here now? Let's see here. Oh, yeah, First and Pod. No. No, we already read that one. F those guys. Whoever those guys are. Where's the other one at that I had on here? Uh, no, I can't even find what I was supposed to read, Dylan. Let's see here. All right, here we go. Um, Yeah, first and pod, Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. Uh It's that it's that freaking, uh, what's that other one called? Peachtree Football. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I heard those guys are pretty good on Peachtree Football. Tell you what, it'd be really good if we get them to work. Anyway, first and pod, Andrew Filippone, <laughs> Danny Parkins, Each week, they're going to go around. What the hell they do here? They go around the NFL and look at all this stuff and talk about it and all that good stuff. I I love the write-up on this stuff. Um, The preseason is behind us, and the games finally count. Parkins and Pony are best friends, separated by 500 miles, but united by their love of pro football. Oh, my gosh. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app's how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929 the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We won't turn that into a promo. No. I'm at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Um, Dylan. Yes. So let's see here. From Ted in Villarica. He says, uh, Dylan should stop into a cracker barrel and try their homemade biscuits and apple butter. I agree. I told him. I said to be honest. I, I love said, cracker. I, my response to him was, "Teach Dylan about apple butter, please, because this stuff makes my ears bleed." Um, so there you go. Um, also, too. By the way, he had one on here that he likes that I don't like either. Those malted milk whoppers.
1: Oh, the I like they're, whoppers. Yeah, they're not they're bad. Like, they're like
0: they're like they're big. way too big. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like huge. Way too big. I, I don't. I like a chocolate malt, like a milkshake malt. Oh yes, from Dairy Queen. Yes, but. You know the I don't know the malted whoppers now I'm not um, I'm not really now I want it. Cracker Barrel oh yeah um, you like Cracker Barrel I love Cracker okay. Barrel right, so I just want to be sure you've been there and know all about that oh yeah um, obviously our buddy J Dub said uh, he's given up on you and sorry J Dub somebody else uh where was the other one that I saw that I was gonna read you um, oh man let's see I got so many. Things here that uh, on the uh, Twitter page or whatever like that, but um, yeah, I think it's mostly JW. There was something else on there too. Somebody sent me a link too about how you set uh, the um, how you set uh, uh, flaming hot Cheetos on fire. Like you can light those on fire. Oh. Oh, how wow. many chemicals That's a science experiment. Well, how many chemicals you figure have to be on flaming hot cheetos a that lot. they that they light up like that that they'll catch fire, right? Nothing that shouldn't be probably no, exactly. in your body. <laughs> right. Nothing that you should digest, right, right? In your system. But yep, there we are. It's what uh, what it all is. So, thought that I had somebody else on here too that had a uh, text or something uh like that. Now, well, a couple that I don't want to read you. Oh, oh, this one. This is an interesting one. Where do you stand on this? Honey buns are overrated. No, no,
1: they're not. They're not overrated. You can get tired of them if you eat them too much, but they okay. are not overrated.
0: But would you agree that some people make honey buns better than others?
1: Yes. Uh some people some people like there are some raise honey buns, honey buns to another level right, that they are not on. Right.
0: That there, there are some honey buns that you get that are like eating cardboard.
1: Yeah, like the ones down here, like the ones in the in, that we get on the 8th floor in the vending machine, those ones are not really good. Okay, that's when to be sure.
0: Because if it's like – uh, Like the Little Debbies I ones. Was just a, I was just about to say, like Little yeah. Debbies and all that. They got good honey buns. That's different. Yeah. But I, there are honey buns that you get.
1: Yeah, they're nasty. Yeah. So um,
0: what about D's?
1: <laughs> I'll humor you. D's what? D's
0: <laughs> nuts. All right, let's
1: get to <laughs> an NFL squib <laughs> kick. <laughs> Taking a look at the NFL with the squib kick with John Chuckery. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Somebody
0: did like that I caught you on that earlier in the show. So, um, <laughs> remember when Zach Wilson was only going to be out for like, I don't know, a couple of weeks and it's all good and this, that, and the other. Yeah, now, he's, now they're hoping at the earliest he'll be back for week four. And literally on Monday, their head coach, Robert Saleh, Teased the idea that he might be ready to play this weekend. That he might be ready to play. Then today it was, yeah, we don't think he's going to play until week four. Quote, at the earliest, unquote. Which would be in Pittsburgh. So that means the Joe Flacco era starts for Robert Saleh up in New York. Um, Sunday they take on the Ravens. How's that going to go for the Jets and Joe Flacco with the Ravens? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to make sure mind and body are 110% and make sure we do right behind by him, Saleh said of Wilson. Uh, we feel like from talking to the doctors and everyone, it's going to be that Pittsburgh week. Great. So that's week number five of the, the, or the fourth week of the season. They didn't put him on IR, by the way, because he'd had to miss the fourth week as well. But anyway, uh, he missed 14 practices in two preseason games, sprained his knee. No big deal. Don't worry. We're all good. No problem. And then six weeks later, eight weeks later that he misses. Honestly. Like. And you wonder why, like, people, you know, why the mob runs gambling and all that kind of stuff. Because you get so I mean, you talk about these coaches, the fountain of misinformation. It's unbelievable. Anyway, um this story's kind of crazy. There were reports coming out about Chase Young had Reaggravated or reinjured himself at Von Miller's pass rush camp, right? Um NFL slash Cardinals reporter Mike Jurecki had put out there that the that Chase Young had suffered a setback in his training with Von Miller, and the commanders were annoyed because Young was training away from the team. Well, that's now been all shot down by everybody, including J.P. J. Finley, who is... Let me see what his bio says here, because I think he's a reporter for the uh, for the Commanders. Yeah, so he's he's on the radio. He's also a reporter for the Commanders and all this kind of stuff. He says, quote, Chase Young has been with the Commanders since camp opened in late July. Sources tell me no setbacks. He's just working back from the knee injury that he had last November. And then Jordan Schultz, another NFL insider, was gone after. Um, He says absolutely false, according to multiple sources. There's no truth to this. Um, Obviously, he suffered the injury last year, done everything right, and he's ahead of schedule on his rehab, and they expect him to play by week five. So, again, I don't know how these reports get out, but everybody just throws their dart at a wall to hope that they are right on something. Like, a setback, he's ahead of schedule. How can one guy have one piece and another guy have this piece, but they both get out on Twitter as fast as possible? Let's start a new song. F. the Gottlieb, F. the Gottlieb. Da Gottlieb. Step, Step right up, up, and up and saying F. the Gottlieb. Da Gottlieb. <sighs> um, Kyle Shanahan talking about Trey Lance. So, Trey Lance is one of only three starting quarterbacks in the NFL that are not captains for their team. Dylan, if you had to guess, what are the two other teams besides San Francisco that will not have their starting quarterback be a captain? One should be kind of obvious given the situation. Right.
1: I'm going to say the New York Jets because
0: Zach Wilson is hurt, nope. right? Oh, no. Nope. Okay. Nope. A, a, a different situation. A different situation. Oh. You're in the right part of the world, but you got to go up and to the left a little bit. The Giants? No. Up and to the. Think, Jar- think about. Goff? Think about who's not had a very good off season.
1: Um, not a very good off season as far as. A think quarterback about goes. the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. T- Tennessee Titans? No, that's down. You think said about... up and to the left.
0: Yeah. If, if you're in Atlanta, uh-huh. you got to go straight up, way up, uh-huh. and then to the left, up by Lake Erie. To the left by Lake Erie. Not Chicago. Um, Lake Erie. Um, There's only one city that's on Lake Erie that has an NFL team. See, I'm not
1: good with geography, Chuck. I'm going to tell I, you right now.
0: Try Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. Yeah, Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so he's not a captain. Give me another franchise. At this other franchise, the Falcons will play very early in the season. Oh, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, Geno Smith. Yeah. So, only the Seahawks and Browns do not have their quarterbacks as captains, along with Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. Arik Armstead, Nick Bosa, George Kittle, uh, Jimmy Ward, Fred Warner, and Trent Williams will all be captains. Kyle Shanahan says, quote, I just didn't want to put uh, seven on there. Debo was eight. We just wanted to go with six. They don't allow eight. To the coin toss, I don't believe. It's also his first year starting for us. There's not many rookies who end up being captains. I know this is his second year, but blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. Well, he's not a rookie. And again, every team in the NFL except two besides them. So there's only three teams in the entire league that don't have their starting quarterback on on the list. Um, Pittsburgh's got a different starting quarterback, right? Mitch Trubisky? Okay. All right. How about uh, down in Carolina? Who's their starter? Baker. Okay. He made it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, interesting. Interesting how that went all. Okay. When uh, we get back, is it time to part ways? We'll talk about that next. Chuck the K. Studios. Sports right now to the game. Odyssey.com app.
1: Nobody moves.
0: There's blood on the floor. And. to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out the key studios. Head to the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Brown like a music hour rolling right along. This uh, as a request to our buddy Rusty, who texts in regularly and uh, gets us our ranking list as well. Um, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Rusty! Happy birthday, Rusty! Yep. Yeah, so there you go. He
1: listens when uh, he he sends me. You know, I have a Grillin' Dylan segment on Hometown Take. He uh-huh. always sends me a Grillin' Dylan. So shout out to Rusty because he yeah. always listening to me. I have uh,
0: I met Rusty, uh, I guess, a few years ago at a wrestling show. Um, you know, I do that stuff with. Well, it used to be face face wrestling, but Richard, we get you know we had Richard right. in and all that, and uh-huh. I met Rusty at one of the shows they did. Um, I want to say it was is it Morrow High School where they used to have? I'm trying to remember, but anyway, so uh, good dude, and uh, appreciate you for being out there. So there you go, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That's the Sodom and Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey Apps say Catch on the Go. Social media at nine times the game. I'm at jmch three one six. He's at underscore in Matthews. Don't forget, we've got NFL football tomorrow. So, no show tomorrow because only 30 minutes before pregame um, starts tomorrow night. So, NFL tomorrow night. We'll have all that uh, right here on the home of the NFL. 92 on the game. Buffalo in uh, L.A. to take on the Rams. And then, of course, Friday we have the high school football. Where would you say you're going to be? Where- Blessed Trinity? I'm going to be here. Oh, I- you're you're not going out? I thought you were going to a game.
1: Uh, not this week. I think maybe next week. I'll look at the schedule.
0: Hold on. Uh, oh, that was day. See again. This is how confused I am. Oh yeah. Day day is, gonna is gonna be, going to yeah. be. I think at Blessed Trinity or something like that. But, yeah. But he's going to a game. Yeah. See, I'll again, be in the studio. Yeah. I-, I can't even keep straight who produces the show on a day to day, night to night basis. So hell, I wouldn't be surprised. If I look in here the-, the next time I do a show and Sam Crenshaw's behind the glass. There. <laughs> Sam Crenshaw. So, but anyway, Friday night the high school football show. It's good stuff. I mean, I will tell you that um, if I'm driving around, I listen to those guys. Um, good stuff out there. Let me know if you guys need any reports from Roswell, um, because I'll, I'll keep you up to date with the Hornets. So I'll go oh, by. Yeah. Hey, I'll go by and keep you up to date. On if you want
1: to send me some hits, you know, just record a little voicemail on your phone
0: and send me some know, hits I ain't or doing call it. Damn it, I'm going live. You, you, okay, yeah, we'll I'm, take you I'm, live. I'm, just I'm call going, in the back listen, line. I'm doing the Bill O'Reilly thing. We'll do it live. <laughs> F it, we'll do it live. Yeah, I'm going full Bill O'Reilly. We if I'm if I'm gonna do a hit, okay, I'm gonna be at the game and I'm, hey. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna be like. You know, singing the band and beat ba da ba 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 ba. We want know? all of that. We want all of that. Yeah. So anyway, good stuff on uh, on Fridays there. So we will be back with you on Tuesday because we got Monday night football as well. So, but I will be back with you personally on Saturday for the college football game time show with myself, Chris, and Randy. And of course, on Sunday we kick off with the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Myself, Hugh Douglas, Northside Drive. The smooth lot. We are literally right across the street from where the Home Depot backyard entranceway is. You gonna bring me back some food? No, but it is good stuff. Come on down. They don't care. Come on down. I gotta. I gotta work. I'm working the game. Yeah. Come on down. Then come back up. Hell, it ain't like you. It ain't like you don't disappear from your job anyway. I, so. I got
1: no uh, Falcons, uh, and I take well, all my producing gigs seriously. Okay, but, and Falcons, okay, I have a lot okay, of stuff but to you do. You do the game, right?
0: Yes. Okay. The tailgate's from nine to eleven.
1: That's true. I guess I don't have to get here till oh, what gosh. pregame starts at 11 so I need to gear at 10 so I can show up at
0: 9. Grab some food real quick. Will the food be ready at 9 o'clock? No. But it'll take it, it'll be ready early enough cuz they have it catered and all that and they start cooking. So so at like 9:30? I'll wow, leave by like
1: 9:30 to get here by
0: 10. What do you got to be here at 10 for?
1: Because well, I get the absolute latest absolute absolute latest I gear is like 10:25 cuz I have to I have to hit the Falcons countdown thing on the board at 10:30 because we have a
0: 30-minute countdown. Not, that's very important. i got to right, hit that. So you could be here by 1025. I don't know what time they have the food all set out. I just, I know this. I thought I, you had all the info. I, I do. I eat multiple plates of food. So that I can tell you for sure. Here's what I know. <laughs> that when I'm there, I end up eating multiple plates of food. That that I can tell you for sure. I don't really drink, but if I wanted to, I mean, you know, Steve will hook us all up. You can just swing by the station the, and let like, here, time, Dylan, here's your plate. The last time I personally saw Steve Ewing, he had given us he had given Hugh and I a bottle of Uncle Nearest. And and not oh, just a not just a bottle stuff. of Uncle Nearest. He gave us the really big bottle of Uncle Nearest. And it's like the I don't know, whatever what's what's whatever their higher up brand. They're eighteen hundred or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like like the, oh, the yeah. older brood and all that kind of stuff. So that's the last time I saw Steve, he was handing us Christmas gifts for with Uncle Nearest. And there are some there are two good stories. About me and drinking un- that Uncle Nearest. <laughs> so, are, wait, are there more
1: than two stories and the rest of them are just bad? No. Or are there just only two there, good stories? There are, there are two good stories okay.
0: about, about drinking Uncle Nearest. Okay. And none of them can do on the radio. Okay. I'll, so I'll, I'll listen to them off here. Uh yeah okay yeah we just can't we can't talk about them on air no so. we we won't talk about them on air
1: if, if you say we can't talk about him on air then we no, no, then we no, definitely I, I can't promise talk you about
0: him we can't talk about them on air but okay. um but that stuff is tremendous so that'll get you started on uh, on Sunday at nine o'clock and then eleven o'clock pregame and then of course one o'clock kickoff Falcons and Saints now speaking of franchises that are owned by Arthur Blank we got word earlier this morning about Joseph Martinez being suspended for a week. No practice, not going to play this weekend after what is being reported as, one, is he had an argument, a confrontation, I believe is the words that were used, with Gonzalo Pineda, and he was, you know, he. Well, one of the things that was said was he had tipped over a whole table of food that included chicken and rice and, and all this kind of stuff. Now, obviously, it's not been a good year for Atlanta United. Injuries and everything else and frustration – is boiling over. And again, I'm not a technical expert about formations and uh, tip of the spear, uh, you know, uh, all that. But I I don't understand why Joseph is not starting. Yeah, him. I don't understand why Joseph is not starting. And it was great that he came in and scored a goal, but why was he not starting last week? What is going on that he's not starting? And obviously, there's something going on behind the scenes with Joseph and the management and this, then, the other. And I really do believe, and its I've talked about it with Felipe Cardenas on the show here, right, talked about it with Jason Longshore. I do think it's time to reboot and reset, and I think that means it's time to part ways with Joseph Martinez. I think it's time for this organization and Joseph Martinez to go their separate ways. And I understand what Joseph means, and I understand what he's meant, and I understand his place in not just Atlanta United history but MLS soccer history and as a sports athlete in the city of Atlanta. I got all that. But this is not working. And as he gets older and it's still injuries and whatever reason, it doesn't seem like it's the ideal fit for Gonzalo Pineda's system that he wants to run. It seems like the time has come that it's time to start building around Miles Robinson, Arujo, Tiago Amada, you know, guys like that. Whether you sell Joseph, you trade him, whatever, it just feels like that this fit is not here anymore. And this franchise is not going in the right direction. And with all due respect, before anybody on the higher-ups tell me about we want to be an international this, a world this, a World Cup this, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, okay? Can I tell you win your league first? And I'll always say that. Show me you can win your league first. Then we can talk about everything from there, right? You know, Steve Spurrier used to have a pretty simple saying. Before we start talking about, you know, national championships and all that kind of stuff, let's win the SEC East first, right? Before we start worrying about all this other stuff, win the SEC East first. Here's what I'm going to tell any United, okay? Focus on winning your league first. Then we can talk about CONCACAF and U.S. Open and where we are on the global stage and this, that, and the other. Because none of that stuff matters if you're not any good in your league. If you're not good enough to win in your league, you ain't going to be good enough to win on the world stage or worry about all those other things. So it just feels like that besides the injuries, this season is more than just injuries. Because, look, they're one of the top teams in creating shots, uh, shots on target, this, that, and the other. But their Midland mid-tier in the in MLS when it comes to scoring goals. And at the end of the day, while I understand it's great to create chances and you have to do that and this that, and the other, but if you don't close, then it doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. If, if you go hunting and you, you shot a deer but he ran off, you can say I shot the deer, but doesn't get you any meat for the winner. And that's where Atlanta United is is that I think it's time to reset and reboot this thing. And look, there are going to be changes in the front office, right? There are going to be changes. you got to fill Darren Neal's position. you got to figure out the direction that you go, figure out your personnel, right? A lot of things that have to be figured out this offseason because next year it's got to get back on track. And next year, look, again, I'll say I understand the injuries and I understand what you're playing with, but that has nothing to do with your front attacking line. Because those guys have been healthy here for a while now. And you're not getting enough results out of all of it. And it's not leading you to win matches. And you're not good on your set pieces and this, then, the other. It just feels like we're now in a perfect storm to where the time has come to probably move on from Joseph Martinez. Build him a statue, whatever you want to do, retire his jersey. All that's great. But it just feels like now we're at a point where, You hate to say sometimes in sports about the idea of you have to pick the coach or the player, but it feels like we're getting to that point. And I don't know that simply getting to the offseason and having everybody sing Kumbaya, and Joseph's a very emotional guy by nature, but I don't think singing Kumbaya with one another and telling everybody that everything is patched up and ready to go, and then midway through the season when it's not going well, we're right back in this same pathway, right? I just think that there is you know, call it a Clash of Styles or whatever that you want to, that the time has probably come on to move on from Joseph Martinez and, and hit the reboot on this thing. Sorry, pardon the pun. But I think that's where we're at with this franchise. And it's sad because of what Joseph has meant. And, again, Coughlin's Law, nothing ends well or it wouldn't end, right? And that's what this organization is right now. They're going to have to start making some hard decisions. Because you can't keep losing and doing the things that you've been doing and and just not getting the results out of all of it. Something has to give. They're one of the worst road teams in MLS. They haven't protected their home field enough this year. Not enough wins this year. Not enough three-point decisions in games where you could have put three points up. It's been a rough go. But I think the time has come for Joseph and Atlanta United to go their separate ways. Hey, listen, it happens in all relationships, right? Nothing ends well or it wouldn't end. All right, we're heading to the top of the hour of the JR Sports Brief. We'll be back. Sports Radio, not to the game in the Odyssey.com app. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John
1: Chuckery. Hey,
0: folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92 Nine, The Game. Sports Radio 92 Nine, The Game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Key Studios. At the top of the hour, J.R. Sports Brief coming up after us. 4047-410-929. That is the Solomon of Others. I'm a on to be a part of the show. Uh, Odyssey, upside you. Catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 9 the game at JMCH-316. He's at so underscore Dylan Matthews. Well, you know, um, you do rash. <laughs> it's it's funny. I was uh, on on my Twitter page and in, in talking with Kelly Price from um, – from Fox 5 just we we're kind of having a little fun back and forth about some of the about the Falcons and stuff like that and report. She did. I thought it was a good report that that she did because she was talking about something that we sort of talked about earlier just the idea of the Falcons getting off to a good start and being better at home 7 and 17 the last three years at home we can talk about players and draft and this and that whatever like that if you can't at a minimum be good at home you won't be a good NFL team. You just won't. If you can't protect your home field, you're not going to go on the road and win all kinds of games. You know, you're not going to go 8 or 9 and 0 on the road and then, you know, can be whatever, 3 and 5, you know, 3 and 6, whatever your home schedule is. Last year, remember, the Falcons had 9 road games because of the 17-game schedule. And that's, you know, you'll you'll have an unbalanced home and road schedule, you know, with 17. But... If you can't be good at home, how are you going to be a good franchise? And you know, look, I know these two teams played in 2014 to open up the season. In in uh, was that was that was nah, 2014 would have been the Georgia Dome. That would have been the Georgia Dome. I don't think they they didn't open up uh, 2015 when Mercedes Benz opened, right? I think it
1: was 2017 because the was it? okay because they because the NFC Championship that year they went to Super Bowl was still in
0: the dome. That was the last year of the dome. Okay, all right. So there you go. All right. So. Look, it's been a while since they've played the Saints to open up the season. And the Falcons won that game, by the way, in 2014. But you have to protect your home field. And when you look at this game and they're going to play at home, then they're heading out to Los Angeles to play the Super Bowl champions, most likely will stay out there, and they'll play the Seattle Seahawks the week after. Who, While they're not a good team, that's a tough road environment to go into and try to win. And then they come back home and have to take on the Cleveland Browns. And while the Browns aren't going to have Deshaun Watson, let me tell you who they will have. Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, their offensive line, Delpit, Denzel Ward. They're going to have all those guys still. Still got all of those guys. Kareem Hunt, right? They got all those guys. So that's not going to be an easy game, obviously. They have to find a way to at least get off to a good start and try to and get a win on Sunday. And you have to be good at home. You know, it's look, when this team is good and the building is filled up and it's rock, it's a good environment, right? It's a good environment to be down there. And I've been down there plenty of times, you know, in when the Falcons were good, you know, in the Matt Ryan era. You know, I still remember that Saturday night game against you know, the the Packers in the playoffs. You know, I, the Falcons got blown out in that game, but leading up to that night, the buzz around the city and the excitement, the Falcons were, what, 13-3 and three that year, I believe? They, that's when they had Roddy. That's when they had uh, Julio. Uh, that was Tony Gonzalez, right, that whole team. And they got blown out by the Packers, you know, on that Saturday night. That's when the Packers went on to win the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Ah, uh, twenty 20- question. Might have been. Is that 2010? Well, right. it was Julio's, I think it was Julio's second year. So 2011 maybe, 2011 or 2012. I have to look all that up. Probably but.
1: like the year was actually 2011 because Packers won the Super Bowl in that
0: 2010-2011 season. But the hype leading up to that game was palpable in Atlanta all day long, right? People were excited for that game. I was at my buddy's house. We had a cookout and all that. I mean, just when it's good, when your NFL team is good, things are good in your city. When they're not good, it sucks. And if you stub your toe week one against the Saints at home, who you know and you play against all the time, you know, it's going to be hard to start finding wins on your schedule. Well, Seattle's no good. Yeah, but you're going on the road to the West Coast after playing another West Coast team. And you're gonna go in their environment. It that's that's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're not a great football team. It'd be one thing if this were the 13 and three Falcons and they were going into a bad Seattle team. But it ain't like the Falcons are all that great, and you're going on the road. It's just it's tough sledding. That's why you gotta be good at home. When you get these games at home, you gotta be good there. And and I'm super excited to get the Falcons season going. I am so tired of what we're going to be, you know, as far as how we're going to be offensively, what we're going to do here, this guy, that guy, here we go, this, that, other, whatever. I just want to get to playing games, right? Like, that's where I'm at. Everything, I mean, with all due respect, I'm tired of training camp and preseason and the paralysis from analysis on everything. I am. I'm ready for Sunday to get, you know, watching a football game. Now, Again, we got college football and everything like that beforehand, but my point is I'm ready to get past – you know, this was a long layoff too. You know, you played on Saturday afternoon, your final preseason game, which was what? Uh, the hell day was that? What was what was Saturday of last uh, – what was a couple Saturdays ago, Dylan? Look that up. Was it the very end of August? I want to say it was like the 28th or 29th. 29th. 29th of August, and you don't play again until September 11th. Normally you get your preseason done and over with and then you get ready to get in a game week. But there was that week in between with Labor Day and college football and and all that stuff. But I'm ready for Falcons football to get here. Don't know what they're gonna be. I don't know what the season is. I think they're gonna be six and eleven. I hope they're better than that. I hope the season's better. I do. I want it, you know, again, I don't know what we're gonna be, but I just think that, you know, there are a lot of questions that we have to answer coming up on Sunday there'll be some things that we'll be able to know fairly quickly on Sunday. For instance, again, can our offensive line hold up? Are we going to be able to get after the quarterback? You know, I, again, I understand Ogundaeji starting, but damn, I want to see my my top pass rusher that I drafted in the second round line up there from the very beginning of the game. I want to see Abba Cady line up at the start and go get the quarterback because I don't have a lot of great options, and i got to figure out how to get the quarterback. And with all due respect to Ogun Deji, I like him, but, geez, almighty, he's starting over Ebba Cady, Who's supposed to be my pin your ears back? Go get that guy. And I'm not saying, again, he'll probably play a lot in this than the other, but still the idea of he's not out there, snap one on your defense and all that. <sighs> You know, that's that's where we get into, okay, what's going on? Why, why is that kid not starting? Why is he not the lock-sinch starter at, at your outside linebacker spot, and he's going to go out there on down number one and go kill your other team's quarterback? He's going to take Jameis Winston and just toss him around like a rag doll So, again, this feels like it's more important than just a season opener to a new season. With where this team's expectations are, with needing to take a new leap. Obviously, it's a whole new era, right? It's no more Matt Ryan. It's the first time since 2007 there's going to be a different regular quarterback under center that's not Matt Ryan, right? And think about that. I mean, think about for 14 years having the same guy at quarterback, right? Or I guess 13 seasons because it's 2008 is when they drafted Matt. So it is going to be different. And there's no more Julio and obviously Ridley's not here, and I don't think Ridley's ever going to play again for the Falcons. No Deion Jones. You know, there's, there's a lot of changes about this franchise. And, and I know they don't want to hear rebuild and all this and the other, but let's face it. I mean, it's – you've had a big overhaul in the last two seasons. You think about Matt, Julio, Ridley, you know, those guys were all here. Dion. well, none of those guys are playing. Oh, Deion's only hurt. Okay, Deion ain't going to play again for the Falcons. Magically showed up on IR after he played. Nobody said a word about Deion Jones being hurt. Nobody. Nobody said he aggravated his injury. He had to be pulled off. The coach never said anything. Nobody said a word. And then he made the 53. Okay, we got it. And then magically this week, IR, or Friday of last week. Literally it was Friday of last week. IR. Okay, that should tell you something. So I hope Drake London plays on Sunday, by the way, too. Because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, I'm going to really start scratching my head. If he doesn't play on Sunday, and I understand he's progressing, all is getting well, this, that, and the other. I hope he plays on Sunday. Let, let me put it like this. Let, let me change it. He has to play on Sunday. He has to play on Sunday. I don't want. I, I. I'm sorry, but he has to play and be there. And there's going to be some good matchups. Obviously, anytime these two teams get together, it's always fun. It's always good football, right? You know, these teams go after one another. You know, there are a lot of guys that are. You know, you heard like Lorenzo Carter and some of these guys talking about this rivalry, about you know, learning about it and all this that and the other. There are a lot of guys that got to learn about this rivalry. That it is personal. We talked about Chad Cinco last night about you know wanting Falcons fans and and Saints fans to come together, and then he's like, and then he had to go back in a few hours later and go like, you know what? I realize you guys can't come together. Sorry, I tried, made a mistake, I screwed up. Off we go, right? So it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday. I'm excited for it to get here. I'm ready for regular season football to take place. Hugh Douglas and I will get you started nine o'clock at Mercedes Benz on Northside Drive in the smooth lot. Wait for a Tailgate show and we'll take you all the way up to pregame at 11 o'clock. Alright, we're gonna wrap things up with a love TKO up next. Chuckery in the Key Studios. Sports Radio right to the Game Honestly.com app. Didn't get
1: my trash today. Oh why? Because they want more
0: pain. So who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 929, the game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. As we always do with the Love TKO, getting ready for the JR Sports Brief coming up here. At the top of the hour, we'll set the deck for what we got going on the rest of the week here. Before we get out of here, though, let me let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history.
1: Looking back all my, my years, I guess I shared it some tears.
0: The uh, NFL season officially kicks off tomorrow. we got foosball on tomorrow. Pre-game will start at 7.30, 8.30 kick. Buffalo will be in Los Angeles to take on the L.A. Rams. And, of course, we got Atlanta United coming up this weekend. College football game time. Myself, Chris, and Randy. We'll get all that for you on Saturday. That's when I'll be back with you. And then, of course, Sunday, Hugh and I will get you ready for Falcons football early. We'll be a lot of fun uh, out there in the smooth lot. We get the Wade for tailgate back up. Chris and uh, Harper will have... Pre-game, and then Dave the West, of course, will have all of your uh, coverage of the, uh, the game. So, we need a win. I mean, no other way to describe it. We need a win on Sunday. We need to find a way to get it done by hook or by crook. You know, looks like Michael Thomas will be back for the Saints, and he will play and everything like that. So, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun out there. NFL is officially here uh, out there. Yeah, by the way, is this game the Amazon game tomorrow, or is this like on Fox or one of those kinds of stations?
1: NBC. It's like the Sunday night football okay, broadcast okay, on okay. Thursday.
0: So Okay. So, uh, who does their Sunday night out? Tariko and somebody? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question because aren't both gone? Or Chris, is Chris gone too? Um, I know Al is gone. Al Michaels and Collinsworth, aren't they doing the Amazon games now? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think they both are. No, 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 no. The Amazon games are Herb Street and Al Michaels.
1: Oh, okay. So I think it's going to be Torrico and Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Okay, okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, because Al Michaels is going to do the Amazon, and I think Herb Street's the guy that's with him. So it's going to be Herb Street and Al Michaels doing the Thursday night games. It's going to be weird hearing Herb Street and NFL stuff. It's going to be weird having Amazon as the new partner or whatever like that. Do you have to sign up for a subscription for all that? I hope not. Yeah, I'm just not doing all that. Yeah, right. I, I can get mixed up in all that Amazon stuff. They have, like, send your kids out to, you know, some sweatshop somewhere in the world. But anyway, <laughs> I don't trust those people at Amazon. So anyway, all right, we got to get out of here. For Dylan, it's Truckery. We'll see you. Bye. try
1: to take control of the love love to control of me Cause you to lose all thoughts sense of time And have a change
0: of mind Taking the bombs the things that were too tough